and he passed his inside. And the Lord laid it in his hand. His hand. And then what happened? He gave everything. And they said they couldn't finish it. In the course of that, he gave the last one. He died at the age of 83. You see, if you're going to deal with futility, you're going to deal with crisis. Because when we acquire things on the side of life, what happens is that the spirit of futility and bad will bind you and keep you subject to the circumstances. You become a fool without knowing it. Like that, man, you are a bomber house. You see, and they say, Oh my God, I will let my soul relax and enjoy. You see, he was possessed by futility, he was possessed by kindness. Did you know the reason why those things came to him? You see, so we must pray the Holy Spirit to help us to utilize people ourselves, like the Protestant church, or the Baptist leader. They didn't only give their means, I mean, they didn't give only things to God's level, they gave themselves first. Before they even start giving the thing God bless them. It's a long giving. And look at if you have not even given yourself, listen now, if you have not even given yourself, whatever you are giving to God makes you sense. That's where many pastors are not helping church of God understand that. They push to give giving, but the person giving has not fully given himself to God. You are the first sacrifice, ultimately. God talks about a woman. Offer yourself. You know, he said, Offer yourself as a living sacrifice. You're a Christian already, right? But you must take a living stand. You offer yourself as a living sacrifice. So your whole life, go to life of what? A burning sacrifice. That's the first thing. And what it means is to go from another version to the imaginative version. When you don't think about yourself anymore, it's about what impact am I making? What energy am I releasing? Each day that comes, what is my signature in each day? We have to ask ourselves, and yesterday, your yesterday, if God was to ask you to account for yesterday, what is your yesterday? Today has come. What is your today going to become? That's how to live wisely. To engage each day that comes in the foolishness of the wisdom of God. But you are trading each day that comes wisely. You are taking advantage of every opportunity that comes to do the wise things that please God. You see, when Zachary did that, as a very young boy, in the simplicity of that, he did his own. Then sacrificially, gave himself to become a priest. And because of that, you know his life was short. But in that short life, he has lived wisely. You are challenging with it. Yes, we are telling you this. Thank God for Jesus already. Paul is inviting us. Offer yourself as a living sacrifice. As you hear the dictating, then as each day comes, you begin to exercise the intelligence of divine wisdom. Each day, what's going to you? Anything you do. So, in that personal relationship, what's going Your daily activities, what's going this time we are doing is it counting in heaven? Is it counting in hell? That's the question you ask yourself every day. That's why when the corruption and the, the, the cultures of this world comes your way, you know, immediately before they show themselves, you'll be smart enough to say, oh, this one is counting in heaven. Because if I, if I transact this action, it's not counting in God, it's counting in hell. If I open my mouth, what I say, is it transmitting to hell or to heaven? That's how to live wisely. That's how to live wisely. 
And the psalmist says, say, bless the man. Who bless the Lord? And this great delight in his commandment, and the Lord, he is descended to the person of death, and the duration of the upright to bless the same. Please tell me what you tell me. What are we doing as witnesses? Many of us are still thinking of it. Money, the next person to the good school, the next to the best in life. It is good, right? But what are we living spiritually for them? I was sharing some things today and just stumbled on a new law to be made in Canada. It is the law now that if you ever divide and then you teach the Bible, you tell people that they should repent of homosexuality, you go to jail three, three, for three and five days. For telling somebody who is into homosexuality that you should repent. If you ever open your mouth and say the Canada, you go to jail from three years to five days. And in school, they will teach children whether if you want to choose to become a male or female, please choose. And if you're a psychologist and you try to counsel them to remain who they are, you go to jail for three years to five years. And darkness is encroaching every day. Very soon, you think it's okay. Very soon, you reach here. You will see the same legislation going on in your, in your homes. Your children who you are sent to school, they will teach you those things. Even your parents do not have the right to do the right. And that is where the fight of faith will come. You choose to go to jail and say the truth, or you choose to commit and be one of the enemy. This is the culture of darkness that is coming. When I tell people that the future is not bright, they say sometimes I say, No, you talk to us, I don't understand. You put fear to us. I say, No, I'm preparing you. I'm preparing you. So that if you don't make certain decisions now, and begin to die with your decision. When that time comes, you, this is your God, I tell you, you will deny him. I tell you, you will see yourself denying your God and say, No, I don't really need my descent. That's why you must give yourself. Let the Holy Spirit begin to wax us strong, build us strong, and prepare for the day of the time of death. It's what you want. The victim will come across every day, but joy is strength. Like little children, he's giving us everything. Each corner we see is a cross to our energy to prepare us because it's going to be very fierce. Now, there's a new rule now. Very soon now, you will have a visa for different countries to give. Everybody will have one visa. Everything you have will be one visa. And they are not even related to the US. You want to understand what the God going on in the world. And all of it is to attack the branch of his destiny and install the branch of that. It is your revelation, and that's why each time I walk on the path of our children, I feel for them because the world they are going to face is far, 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 far worse than what you and I face. And for the last day, we are praying them, and we must pray effort to see what we can put in their hearts, in their hands, before they bring down the world. If not, God will judge us for not translating the book of the Bible. So for understand what God is doing, so that we can really accept more and more. That's why this man, look at the intercession of um, our Lordship to Uzziah, who will take that practical goal to the apostle every day. Don't say it doesn't matter, it matters. I'm responsible, you are responsible. This place was received, but God didn't take it. Our faith in God must be able to live from the inside. We must put the need forward. Parents, wake up and see what you can do. Last week, all those who are saying, ah, they want to chatter, go to America, go to Canada, will continue. As 
say that any kind of God, before you move, pray about it. Ask God for direction before you move. Or else, you'll be at the realm, not because you look for food and money, you are completely messed up in time. And that's what I was generally complaining. Because you can't get to carry it out. It's not because of you. And you will be careful. If they come and take all our children, I'll take to the school where they will teach them this thing very, very well. And so when you, when you come out from jail, you can maybe they, they saw your heart and it was uh, looking at you as a son. When you come back, you see you can hear it from the hand here. That's the world we live in now. So but we trust God because it's just the Bible says those who persevere to the end shall win their will come to persevere. 